Welcome to another edition of Talk Your Exposure. This is a very, very, very special one. I'm alongside half of <laughs> the Meaningful People podcast with Yaakov, aka Jack. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good, man. I'm alive. I feel like everything, every day is a blessing. Every day is, is better and better every single time. I wanted, wow. to ask you, I wanted to ask you to start off the show. We typically always ask our guests to start the show off. What has 2021 slash 2020 been for you? Okay. Um, it's, it's been, well, 2020 and 2021 have been both very different. 2020 has been, um, I think, a game changer, obviously. I think there's obviously so much negative. There's, there's so many people that passed away and just so many people that were isolated from the world. And you know, myself, I, I had two uncles that passed away, unfortunately. Oh, no. but, but on the flip side, though, I think they're, they're, the silver lining for 2020, there's, um, there was so much just acts of kindness going on. You had so many people helping, helping others, whether it's like getting them food or just even financially. And as isolated as we all were, I kind of think that we all kind of felt like we were all in this together we, and we all didn't really know what to do but we kind of like leaned on each other for support and help. So I think that was very beautiful. Um, and 2021, it's, it's, it's kind of feels like, you know, recovery, like in remission, like we're trying to get past this and trying to just be optimistic and look forward. And uh, yeah, I, I think, I think we're, we're moving up. So that, that seems good. It's almost a year ago till this date here in Toronto. We're in Toronto. I know you're in the States, um, but it's almost a year ago till the day that we went to lockdown here in Toronto. Um, it kind of seemed like it was a little bit of, in the beginning, I want to say it was funny, but it was almost like coincidental right near Passover where we're getting the plagues. Did you kind of think and the yeah. same thing too? Um, it's interesting. It's interesting for, for, for us in New York, at least it kind of started like right around Purim time, um, which is like, you know, celebration of, of what happened many years ago in, in, uh, Persia. Um, a bunch of Jews were, were supposed to be killed and they weren't. And it was like this very behind the scenes type of miracle, um, which is it's a time usually when people get together and go to parties and, and just celebrate life. And, and we have a few commandments to do for the day. So for me, it's, it was kind of around Purim, but um, for Passover, for Pesach, yeah, like leading into it, it, it was kind of eerie with, you know, all the plagues that, you know, the 10 plagues that go on. And um, also, you know, Passover is such a, a time to be with family and it was it was so weird being by ourselves you know celebrating a holiday of freedom kind of feeling like we're in captivity mm -hmm. and it's, it's it's funny you mentioned that too because this is the first time in well i'm turning 29 this year and i guess well this will be the second time for me the second time in in 27 years 28 years that i only had family i only had to say there's like four people <laughs> Typically, right. typically, typically, we don't have a seder with like four people. We typically have it, like you said, freedom, and it's supposed to be the time of us celebrating freedom and stuff like that. So, when I was able to kind of look back at it and say, four people, like this is kind of weird. When you think about it, though, it's also kind of like, okay, well, well, I still have freedom within the four people that we have there, but at the same time, I still kind of feel a little bit locked up. You know what I mean? I, I, right. Do you feel the same yeah. about that too? Yeah, it was, it was, it's so weird because especially like, you know, I'm an Orthodox Jew and, and like in my, in my life, I never imagined, I, I think I'm the same age as you. I was last year, uh, well, I was 27 last year, but like I, I couldn't imagine my wife and I making our own Seder by ourselves um, at our age. You know, I was thinking maybe in another 30 years when we have our own, you know, family and children and grandchildren. Um, so it was definitely, it was definitely strange, but, but I think also for the silver lining for, for last year was that, you know, even though we were confined in our homes, there was also that, that feeling of like, you know, you know, Passover is a celebration of, of, of getting freed from Egypt, you know, in a certain way, you know, we weren't there, but in a certain way we were there. And even in our lives, like we're always tied down by those things holding us down, whether it's like just being in that job that we don't like, or just being, you know, in that habit of just not growing so there was that opportunity to say like, okay, you know what? I'm stuck in my home, but still like, I still have so many freedoms in my life. There's still so much opportunity for me to grow. So mm -hmm. it was, you know, I, I have to say I had a pretty, 
pretty um just from the holiday sense the passover for me was was pretty uplifting last year and one one thing that i forgot to mention is is you are a, our first ever religious jewish person on on the show um, and I know, and we are going to touch up on, on your show and, and to some things you talk about in your show and the one of your former guests in a bit. But one of the things that I really wanted to ask you, though, was, you know, this, this is big for me because, like I mentioned to you personally before we started uh, um, recording, was that I'm not very familiar with my religion. And I'm very embarrassed to say it. Why but are you embarrassed? I'm embarrassed because I just kind of feel like I should be. You know what I mean? And it's, it's funny. It's funny because... I actually started wanting to learn again because of Amari Stoudemire, which we'll get to really? in, in, in a bit. But so, wow. so right. So Amari Stoudemire really, I'd like, okay, you know what? If somebody who wasn't Jewish or wasn't religious and didn't celebrate the, the religion and wasn't born as a Jew was, you know, so invested in our religion, I kind of felt like, well, damn, I should be invested in my religion, at least understand it. Because, you know, even, even for me, like, like, I, I always kind of thought when I was younger, I didn't, I didn't believe in, I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe in any, anything like that. I got hit by a car one day and that was my understanding, my realization, like God's here. God is real, Whoa. you know? So, wow. so again, this, this is, this is, this is very, very, you know, cool for me and, and important for me to be able to talk to you today because I, I, I am, I'm kind of hoping that we can kind of grasp different viewers and kind of grasp uh, different people to understand our religion. Um, and I, and I know I should have started this in the beginning of the show and I do apologize. Um, but at the same time, I'm glad I was able to kind of announce that now. So people that are listening can really tune in and can really listen to the show the proper way. And when we're talking about Passover, we're talking about Purim, we're talking about, you know, thing, the, 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 the 10 command, um, the 10 plagues, stuff like that. We're able to, they, they can understand, uh, what, so moving forward from that though, I do want to ask you. Out of Purim, out of, well, the two holidays, you know, Purim and Passover, what is the, the difference of the two? Um, okay, good question. And by the way, I just want to say I'm honored to be the first religious Jew on your show. You're definitely setting the bar super low. Like, I'm just a completely <laughs> random dude. Um, and no, no, no. I, sorry to cut you out, but I don't want to say that. You guys are the top Jewish podcast right now. Don't oh, do that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I, I just texted. Nah, I know Nahi's a little busy. I said you should, um, you should join. Hold on, I'm literally texting him. Um, actually, I'm gonna take a picture of this. <laughs> um, so, so th thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, so, but to, to answer your question, what's the difference between Purim and Passover? I mean, there's so many Jewish holidays, and and they're they're really they're like sprinkled throughout the year, and they they each have their own flavor, and they're each like have a certain theme to them so um passover is is i guess more you know um more known um and um and not, and not he's out right now he's busy um <laughs> it's all good but but uh yeah passover is about it's about freedom i mean we were we were free from egypt and it, we're celebrating that that specific time that happened and and we're trying to transition into our lives today like kind of how i mentioned before uh, Purim, Purim is, is celebrating a time and, you know, in, in history, um, it was in between the two, you know, the, when the two temples in between one temple was destroyed and another one wasn't yet built. And, um, in between that time, um, it's, it's, you know, a lot of Jews lived in, in, in Persia and they came out with this decree to kill all the Jews and, and these little events happened that were very behind the scene, no like open miracles, no like splitting of the sea, no, you know, the, you know, God giving the Torah by, by uh, Harsina, you know, um, and, and it was just like these little events that just kind of trickle, trickle, trickle that the whole plan that, that Haman um, was, was planning to, to kill all the Jews all flipped on his head and in the end he was, he was killed. Um, so it's, it's us, you know, celebrating what happened then and, and just, um, it's, it's a very holy special day. It, it's, it's, it's a day to tap into, to really, you know, our whole, I, I think the whole, our whole life, everything that we have, you know, nature, everything we have, it's kind of like a miracle, obviously. Like we take it for granted because like we wake up and like, oh, it happened yesterday, it's happening again. I think that's a celebration of Purim, just, just, just tapping into like these, these little things, you know, whether me and you were having a, I never met you were having a conversation through technology. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm breathing. I, I'm walking. I had, I had a great lunch today. Like those little things. That that's the celebration and and um, 
yeah, that I, I don't know if that's a good answer. I don't know if that's even the right answer, but that's how I see it. That's your answer, though, and your answer. Your, nobody can take that away from you. Uh, but I, <laughs> I, I do, do want to ask you, though, do you mind touching up a little bit on, on the relationship of, of you know, um, King Khashbe Rush and Queen Esther? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so at, at that time, Akhoshverish was the, he was the king of Persia. And, and um, frankly, he, he was a very powerful king. And, and he, globally, he, he had so many provinces that he was in charge of. And, and he, in the beginning of the, the Perm story, um, he gets, you know, he has a big party and he's married to someone named Vashti, who was very wicked. And um, at, the end of, at the end of that chapter, he basically um, has her executed. So then he's trying to find a wife for himself. And he's, you know, trying to find, you know, the best wife that he could find. And it turns out that, that he, um, the wife that he finds is Esther, who is, um, who is a Jew. She didn't reveal that to him at that point. And she, uh, frankly, she really didn't want to, she didn't want to marry him. But um, she was told by by her uncle Mordechai that you know this is this is what this is what God wants. This is your mission, even though that you want to be you know private and behind the scenes and not go through this. But like you you have the power to really you know help us and 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 really you know tell the world like that what we're really about. And and she went into it and she stepped into it. And there's countless times in the in the Megillah in the Perm story where she's just going out of her comfort zone. And um, because she did it, she she's you know one of one of the 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 biggest, most incredible women in you know in the Jewish religion that we look up to. And I, I know personally, I know so many you know girls named Esther, and she's really like she was a queen and she is a queen, and she really um, she really uh, without her we wouldn't be here today, honestly. That is a phenomenal answer. That was probably, to be honest with you, when people ask me about Purim, because Purim to me is one of my favorite holidays. It's, it's, really? you know, Purim is one of my favorite holidays. I love Homotushin. <laughs> <laughs> I love Homotushin. Give me some nice chocolate, Homotushin with some chocolate chips inside. And that's, that's all I need. I could eat about 20, 40, 60, 80, 100 of them. But any type of like prune or, or anything like that, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, not prune, not prune, not prune, not prune, or, or, or poppy seed or anything. No, 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 just chocolate, just chocolate. Could I tell you something that my um, rabbi, my yeshiva said about hamantashen? I don't know if it's accurate or not, but I, I the, please, the please, 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 please don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I, I think it's going to enhance it for you. Do, do you know why we eat hamantashen? It's for uh, the, the Haman's, Haman's hat. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think I heard recently there's another reason, and, and it's basically they disprove that. But let's say that's true. I don't know if it's true or not. But it's kind of funny, right? Like, Hummel was a bad guy in the story in his hat. We're eating that. Like, my, my, my rabbi gave this example. Imagine we were celebrating, you know, the, the fact that we're still around after the Holocaust. Imagine they made cookies of Hitler's mustache. Wouldn't that be very, like, off-color? Like, like, listen, Hitler was a really bad guy. Yeah. Like, and, and we're like, yeah, I get it. We're celebrating the fact that, like, we're still around. He's not around. But, like, if we had, like, cookies with, the, you know, Hitler's mustache or swastika, like, you know, cookie, like, that would be very off-colored, right? Like, right. so why, like, why is it okay for us to eat, like, Hamantash and, like, Haman's, like, triangular hat? It's, like, cute, but kind of off-colored if you think about it. And his answer was like this, that, that what happened was Haman had this whole plan to kill all the Jews. He didn't succeed in killing one Jew. And that is so ironic. Like he had this whole plan. Nothing bad actually came out of it. In fact, it, it turned it around and it really, it, it helped us. And because of what happened, we were finally able to build the, the second temple. Mm -hmm. And we're celebrating that, that like the message of life, like you always think things are, you know, it's easy to see like all the bad and things you go, oh man, I, you know, my, you said you got hit by a car. That could be a very negative thing. But like yeah. in the bigger picture, you know, you look at it and say like, you know what, that, that was before, but now like, look, you're, you're, you're trying to reach out for your truth or your mission in life. And, and we, you know, that's the message of Perm. Like we take a step back and say, you know, all these little things happening, th there's a reason for it. And it's, it's, there's, there's good. We believe God is good and, and he's just doing great things. And that's, we can't really always see it, but at the end, we're going to see it. And it's, it's very funny you say that. I mean, first of all, that I, I'm speechless, a little bit speechless about that because that was a phenomenal answer. I'm going to say that every time that you say something that, that, you, that you know was really good because <laughs> earlier you, you weren't really sure, but I'm going I'm to I'm uh, reassure you. 
But honestly, it's interesting that you say that though, because when you think about, about so many magical things that's happened in our, in our religion, so many holidays that we've been able to talk about, so many, so many holidays that we've been able to uh, uh, bring back for our, um, for our religion and, and celebrate. Purim to me, besides all of the, uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of another, sorry, Purim to me is, is, another, is another one of those freedom ones. You know how we talked earlier about Passover, which we're going to get to in a second. But Purim, to me, that's like, bro, bro, we, we can we can literally sit back, eat hamantashen. I can give, I can go go to the uh, synagogue and 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 uh, listen to Megillah reading it freely if I want to. I can give you a mishloch uh, manot if I like to do that. So I can do what I want to do during my religion, you know, freely. We're not worrying about Haman. We're not worrying about anybody coming and trying to take that away from me. Yeah, no, it's it's mind blowing. Just the, you know, throughout history, we we always see constantly in every religion, you know, people getting persecuted for what they believe in, um, and 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 yeah, it's, that was like the norm back then, and it's 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 really wild to live. You know, you live in Canada, I live in you know United States or wherever anyone's living. The, the you know a lot, obviously not in all countries yet, unfortunately, but to be where we're really living in, in a blessed time. Obviously there's there's negative aspects to the time we're living in for sure, but that yeah, it's 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 so easy to take for granted the ability to go and and you know pray and worship and serve God in the way that we want to and be able to do that. It's it's really a blessing. It it really is. No, for sure. And and even with that as well, you know, transition to Passover a little bit. The Passover story to me I feel is so amazing. I really do it. I'm not just saying that to be to exaggerate it, but think about everything that that we went through. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like as Jewish people, we went through. We we had to go through Pharaoh, who didn't know what we were. He pretty much got these people. I'm going to call them people for a second. And said, "What do I do with them?" And then you know we have people that 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 were part of Pharaoh's crew, I guess you could say, that were Jewish and wanted to save us. Um, and that was what was spoke about last a uh, couple weeks ago in Parsha Yisro. Yisro, I think it was. Parsha yeah, Yisro. Yeah. So yeah, nice. see, I, I know a little bit. I know a little bit. Yeah, dude, you know, you know a lot. You know, a I know, lot. I, I know a little bit. Um, but yeah, you also, no, have so, a, you also have a beard of a rabbi. You could like totally pull it off. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny because as I was looking at myself in, on the camera before before you jumped on, I'm like, I bet he's gonna comment on my beard today. <laughs> For sure, dude. You have a beastly beard. Everyone should comment on your beard. You have a great beard. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but just touch up a little bit on, on the story of, of, of Passover, because I, I think this story is so unique and so uh, powerful to the Jewish people. Yeah, sure. Um, it, it, it's, it's kind of strange, right? Because we're Passover is, is us celebrating, you know, God taking us out of Mitzrayim, out of Egypt. But that same God put us in Egypt, right? So like, mm. it's like, you know, kind of like going over to someone and punching them and then paying them for punching them. Like, <laughs> just don't punch me and then don't pay me. Um, it, it's kind of interesting. Um, but but um, but what it is, you know, what it is really, it, it kind of goes back to Abraham, to Avram. Um, there was, you know, God tested him in, in certain ways to, to uh, you know, show his connection to him. And he passed so many of them with flying colors. It, it's, it's an argument which one exactly he failed. But because he failed that test, it showed there was a lack of connection between Abraham and God. And, and you know, our goal is always to, to connect to the, the, higher, the higher level, to God and, and who he is. And because Abraham didn't connect, it's not a punishment. It wasn't a punishment that his children would need to get to that connection. It was just, it was just the reality. Like, listen, if you want to get to that connection, then you, then you have to, like, you really have to connect to me. So because of that, you know, we, we were sent down, his children were sent down to Egypt and to really be out of our comfort zone, to be in, in, a, in a, it was obviously a, a very terrible place for us. And we, we you know, the, what, what, you know, Egypt did to us at that point is they, they really just worked us and worked us and worked us and overworked us to the point that we couldn't really think so much. Like, yeah, we had a place to live in Egypt and in, in Goshen, but, but the, the, the biggest travesty was that we couldn't really think and say like okay let's even though i'm working now i could still i could still connect to people in the background uh if <laughs> those are watching this my brother and uh, co-worker but um people um yeah so we really couldn't focus and um 
what 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 God, you know, we we cried out to God and and when we did that, God was like, boom, that's it. That's a connection that 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 you needed. And 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 at that point, you know, God's like, okay, we're gonna get them out. And um, of course, you know, Pharaoh was really stubborn about it and understandably, I guess, like, you know, he we, we were slaves for him and we were building and, and doing all that. And he just didn't want to let us go. And then God's like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna turn all the water into blood. And and he's like, no, still not. I'm gonna send a bunch of frogs, still not. And went through 10 crazy plagues. And um, and yeah, until the point that we finally got to get by God himself, got taken out of Egypt and really, you know, get led to to through the desert to um to the giving of the Torah, which is uh sh- the, the holiday of Shavuot. But um, yeah. Hey, you, we, 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 we're going to transition that one as well because I, I feel like there's so many holidays. Again, I don't even know our holidays. I know about Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, Purim, Hanukkah, um, uh, Passover, and there's like Lugba Omer. I know. Nice. Uh, yeah, you, you I, got most of them. I got most of them, but the, but I don't know. I don't know. I, Tisha B'Av? I don't, I don't know when that is. I don't, I don't know when Tisha B'Av is. I don't know when a lot of these ones are. So, again, it's so sure. um, Well, Tisha B'Av, I'll give you Tisha B'Av, I'll give you a hint. It's very easy. Tisha means nine, and B means of, and of, of, O-F, and of is, is the name of the month. It's the ninth of, of. That's oh. Tisha B'Av. Of. There, there we yeah. go. That was a very easy explanation. If only I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, now you know. Yeah, no, Tisha B'Av, is, is, it's, it's, it's the saddest day of the year. It's, it's, um, it will be turned into holiday one day. But it, it's commemorating the um, the destruction of the the temples. Yeah, the base of Mikdash, exactly. But but sorry, you were saying something before that. No, I, I was just saying that that those those are the holidays. You know, we like I said, we have so many holidays. But I feel like, you know, before we really get to those other holidays, I know I'm skipping a little bit, but I feel like all these holidays, typical. You know, they made us stronger, but there's so much hate towards our religion. Why is that? Um, I don't know. I, I think there's, there, there's, there's, unfortunately, I hate a lot of religions. Um, unfortunately, um, I, I went to a class in Asia Torah once. It was from, it was from, um, Professor Ken Spiro. He's great stuff. And he was basically, he's going, he's trying to break it down of like, you know, why, like why people hate Jews. And, and he kind of, he, he kept on giving reasons, but he gave both reasons. Like, you know, maybe, um, you know, Jews, Jews, there's too many Jews. And then there was, there's like, no, nah, but they, they're, there's the, they're complete minorities, not enough of them. Like he was giving back. I don't remember it exactly. I literally heard this five years ago. I don't know if there's, there's a real reason it's, you know, it's, I, if I have it like pinpointed, I, I think like, you know, Jews are, are different in, in a way. Um, you know, like I'm wearing a kippah, a yarmulke, um, you know, and maybe, maybe we have a lot of commandments. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't think, you know, all Jews are, are good people. There's like any religion, there's bad people within it. Um, but I, I don't know if that's the reason. I, I just think we're, we're a little different. And, uh, when, th- you know, unfortunately people sometimes don't like when something or someone's different. Um, and maybe that's where it comes from. I, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a, again, another great answer. You are yeah. three for three today. Um, I, oh I got, gosh, I'm going to. I'm going to like totally miss the next shot. So I'm ready. For <laughs> <laughs> hey man, Michael Jordan in the clutch, Michael Jordan in the clutch. But, um, but I, I do want to ask you though, you know, <laughs> related, related back to Passover for a second. Um, if you were, I know, I know this might be a difficult question. And if you don't want to answer it's completely fine. If you were in Pharaoh's shoes, would you believe Moshe when he keeps coming to him saying, listen, if you don't do this, I'm going to do this. If you don't do this, I'm going to do this. Like, would you believe, would you believe Moshe? Um, so maybe at first I wouldn't, um, like it was a time like, don't forget to his defense. It was a time where like, there was, I mean, I'm going to sound like heebie-jeebie, but like, there was like black magic in the world at that point. Like there was the ability to distort like reality in a certain way, like, I'm thinking like Dr. Strange in a certain way that like, it's, you know, according to the Torah, it's, it's, you know, the way they did it, it's not allowed because they manipulated things. Um, but like, you know, to make, to, to, to turn, you know, 
um, a staff, this happened to turn a staff into a snake that's, you know, Moses and, and went to Pharaoh, like his, his people were able to do that. It wasn't real. It was like kind of like projecting in a certain way, like kind of like Meg, um, what's the, the bad guy in, in Spider-Man. Um, um, oh my God. I forgot the guy with the like fishbowl on his head. Oh my God. No, I was going to say Magneto. It's not him. It's like I, a uh, it's, Italian it's on, sounding. It's on like the tip of my tongue right now. Yeah, well, well, I will remember. I'll remember it like when I'm like go to bed tonight, like in my like fast forward sleep. Like, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, kind of like him, like projections. But um, so yeah, so they had magic, and maybe part of him didn't want to see it. But yeah, after a certain point, it, it's it. Uh, he, I think he just got so stubborn about it. Whether he saw like just what was happening around him. So yeah. I, I heard a great example um, from a rabbi. He said it's kind of like. Pharaoh was like as if he jumped off a building at a certain point. Like if you jump off a building, like halfway through, you can't decide to change your mind and say, nah, I don't want to jump off. Like your decision is made. He kind of like mm -hmm. went down a trajectory like that. He, he there's a place of no return. Like he, he just dug a hole and he's like, I'm not getting out of it. And even if it kind of made sense, he's just like, he just went down and he's like, no, 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 no. You know? Fair enough. No, fair enough. Fair enough. There you go. That's four for four, by the way. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> Uh, after after Passover comes the holiday of Shavuot. 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 So, can you give a rundown to our viewers of what Shavuot is? Yeah, Shavuot is is us celebrating the the giving of the Torah. Um, it's 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 the only time in history where you had a mass revelation of 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 so many people. You know, six hundred thousand men plus hundreds of thousands of women and children all seeing an event, all seeing, you know, God give the Torah um, on Har Sinai. And there's, there's many miracles there. People were able to see thunder. They were able to hear lightning, whatever the heck that means. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're, we're, we're celebrating the celebration of, of um, God giving us the Torah. You know, the Torah for us is, is, is so much. It's obviously, it has our history in there, but it's also like, it's the blueprint for us. It, it's, it's how we could, we could, you know, our goal is to, to enhance the world, make this world a better place and really just really try to make this world a better place and in so many ways. And, and that's what the Torah is. So on Shavuos, we, we try to stay up the whole night. It's, it's like a one, it's a two day holiday, but we try to stay up the first night, the whole night studying the Torah and just celebrating that. And um, just, just learning it. There's, there's, it's vast. There's so much to learn. You could spend a million years on it and there's always more to learn and and yeah there are 613 mitzvot and uh you know i'm sure you probably know all of 613 i don't maybe i, I do. definitely do not i <laughs> i definitely do not i don't i definitely don't there, there's so many there's so many mitzvot that are like very temple related so we don't have the temple anymore um right. so obviously the 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 way the way to connect them it's it's they say if you learn about mitzvahs then it's like you're doing a lot of them so right. even the ones that we don't have anymore uh, but I definitely don't know them I, I I hope to know them one day but uh, there's so many I was just I was joking 613 mitzvahs is, is probably <laughs> a lot of learning and probably a lot of years to learn uh, <laughs> but I do want to ask you though I know you, I know you asked this in one of your recent podcasts uh, what are what is one of your favorite mitzvot or if one of your you know uh, I forgot the exact words you use what's your favorite mitzvot or something that you're doing this like today? Yeah, so I I always hated this question. By the way, you should know I love asking it, but like having to answer this question, like have my guests you know knocking our have our guests answer it. It's fine, um, but I I came up I I think this past week I came up with what for me right now is a mitzvah I'm connecting to, so. You know, God created the world in six days, and on the seventh day, He created this concept of resting, of just like taking it back. And every every seventh day is, is Shabbos, is Sabbath. Uh, for you know, maybe some of your listeners know, some of you them don't, but it's it's basically every seventh day we're commemorating that God created the world six days. Each day, you know, one day He created light and dark. The next day He created you know fish and birds. The next day He created the vegetation and and then he created, you know, animals and people. But um, the seventh day, it's 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 for us. We're able to say six days a, a week. You know, we're 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 working or we're doing activities. But the seventh day, like that's that's we're trying to imitate God. We don't we don't work. We don't you know 
we don't, and just to, you know, just 39 things that we don't do. Um, like, you know, we don't use, um, we don't use fire. So, you know, modern days, like we don't use technology. So I'm literally, I, I'm addicted to this thing. I'm addicted to my phone, but literally on, on, on Shabbos, I don't have my phone. I don't have the internet. I don't drive. I don't uh, work. I don't cook. And it's really, for me, it's, it's liberating to be able to like, just refocus, re reset and say like, okay, what, like, what did I accomplish this past week? What do I want to do the next week? You know, I sit down with, with, with my wife and, and my son, we, we sometimes have, you know, meals with people and we have the Shabbos Suda and, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I go pray in shul every day but on, on Shabbos, you know, prayers is longer, but it's beautiful. They're singing and, and it's just really a, a day to connect to God, but, connect ourselves i don't know i just really love shabbos it's 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 really um it, it, when i was younger i definitely felt um shabbos was a burden for me like I, what do you mean like i can't yeah. i can't play game boy like that's very it was very <laughs> annoying for me um like yeah i didn't have to go to yeshiva to go to school but but i think as i get older i'm just really appreciating the beauty of of shabbos it's it's really it feels like a privilege for me that i'm able to do it yeah if if, if i ever come to new york I'm, I'm mighty, well, my, my cousin lives, I have a lot of family lives in New York, but if I ever come to New York, I'm going to have to possibly stop by your shul and get some chillant. <laughs> yeah, d definitely. You're, you're invited for Shabbos, you're invited for a meal. Totally, totally come, you, come for Shabbos. You sure. might poss possibly know my cousin as well. I don't know, I don't know what part of New York you live in, but he lives in Land Landers, I want to say, or he went to Landers. Uh, his name is Kobe Dorfman. His name is very familiar to me. I definitely not like off the top of my head, I'm like, Kobe, of course, we're boys, but his name is very <laughs> familiar. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with Landers College. It's not far from me. Okay, maybe the type I know him by face, you know? Possibly, possibly. Like I said, he, he is the one that introduced me to your podcast, so. You oh, know. no way. Yeah, Thank so. you, Kobe. I should, I should like pay him. I feel like he's like marketing. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but I do want to touch back into to the Jewish holidays. Um, I, do want, I do want to transition now a little bit to Rosh Hashanah. Uh, to me, obviously, Rosh Hashanah is our Jewish New Year, um, uh, or our New Year, not Jewish New Year, but our New Year, um, you know, where we, there's like three back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back holidays in that one. It's Rosh Hashanah, I don't know if it's in any order, but Rosh Hashanah, Sik, uh, Sukkot, and um, Yom Kippur, actually, Yom Kippur, and the dancing one. What's the dancing one called? Steven, 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 you're right there. Oh my God. What's it, what's it called? The dancing Simcha, one, what's it called? Simcha's Torah. There we go. Simcha's Torah, the time that we got the Torah. Oh, my God. Um, see, anyways. Um, but, yeah, so talk to us about, you know, those four holidays in particular and why they're so holly. Oh, holly, wow. Holy. and, and, and They're holly also. We can go with that. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. They're, they're each their own, you know, category. But I'll, I'll start from the beginning. Yeah, Rosh Hashanah is, is the celebration of the new year. And, um, you know, I think at least in America, like the celebration on January 1st is like going to Times Square and like partying and, and having, definitely having a good time. Uh, Rosh Hashanah for, for, um, for Jews, it's definitely less exciting in a certain way. Um, you know, we're in shul most of the day, we hear shofar, but truly the essence of Rosh Hashanah is, is like, we're, we're, we're starting off the new year. Um, you know, we, we're, um, we're really saying that, you know, this year that's coming up, we're acknowledging that, that Hashem, he's, he's God, he's King. And this is this, you know, we're, we're his people and we belong to him and this is his world. And that's why we're here. And, and most of the day is, is, is singing, singing and, and praises. And, you know, similarly to Shabbos for me, like as a kid, it was very like sin shul all day. That's pretty annoying. Like, yeah, the blue chauffeur, it's fun. But it, it's it's really just a wake up call to like get ready for the next year and just you know we're we're in a good place we we, we you know Hashem is is our Father He's our King and um, the more we acknowledge it the, the 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 deeper our connection will get and um, yeah it's 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 good it's good and you know the chauffeur blowing of the chauffeur the uh, it's 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 like a wake up call for us to really you know say like okay like listen. We said last year that we're going to be better. Like, no, but like this year, like we have to be better. And, and even if it's in a small way, you know, it's, it's very often we try taking on very large things and taking on very large things. is great, but it's very hard to stick. 
So, sorry, um, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but do you mind just, just uh, sit, uh, touching up real quick on where does the shofar come from? So, yeah, um, the shofar originally, originally, it came from, it came from um, when, when uh, Abram, when Abraham was, was going to offer his son Isaac to, to God and, and to Shechem and, 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 and use him as a carbon. And obviously we know the whole story that, um, you know, at the last second, God's like, no, 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 like, don't actually do it. I was just testing you. At that point, um, um, Abraham saw there was a ram that was near and um, Abraham, and it was, it was actually the first ram from the beginning of time. And um, which wasn't so prior. So it was a lot of years, but like, uh, like 2000 years, um, which isn't a lot of time, I guess. And from then to then, but um, yeah, so Abraham sacrificed that and, and he had the show and he took the, the, the ram's horn and, and made it into a chauffeur. Um, but yeah, it's one of the commandments. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I don't, I don't really fully know its origin. Okay. It's good. I have to look up on this, but um, <laughs> I definitely know there's a lot of laws of like what type of horn and then how it's made and all that to be a ram's horn. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the deal with the chauffeur. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I know you're sorry. I, I, I interrupted you and, and, and I do apologize, but I you know you're touching up on, uh, on the, the Rosh Hashanah and, and those holidays. So please continue. Yeah. So, so, the, so 10 days later in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, um, it's a very special time. It's, it's a time where, you know, Yom Kippur for us, it, it's, 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 it's probably the holiest day of the year. Um, Yom Kippur. So in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we're really trying to like work on ourselves and and do better. Be be be. You know, we're always supposed to be. We always have to be kind to everyone. But like to be extra kind, to go out of our way to really work on ourselves. And um, it leads up to Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is is the day of atonement, the day of forgiveness. It's it's really a reflection of of the past year, and we try to go through the the things that we've done, and 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 we're basically admitting to God. We're like, listen, we're we're not perfect, and and we're not a perfect people. And you go through our history. We've 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 done a lot of things that that went against what God told us to do. And it's really us just apologizing and and not just saying it. Really like believing it and feeling it and saying that like we're gonna do better. And um, a custom that I really like is is we we really try to reach out before Yom Kippur to to friends and family and and enemies and anyone. Who we may have wronged and say we have to apologize to them because you know you know god god one of god's things is that listen you, you have to obviously apologize to me but you you have brothers and sisters you know that are close to you and if you're not going to apologize to them then i know when you come to me it's not sincere because these are my children so mm -hmm. so you really have to you have to really work on you know just just uh, apologizing to, to anyone and and it could get really awkward because you know there's people sometimes we don't really think we were in the wrong but you have to really tap in try to be in their shoes and say like maybe maybe i could have really done better yeah. um so so that's so that's yom kippur and um yeah it's it's you know we we um we we fast that day we don't we don't eat anything and um we don't we don't wear leather shoes and um we're not we're not intimate with our with our spouses like we're trying to we're trying, we're trying as hard as we can to be like an angel-like figure somewhat to not like get into the, you know, the world's um, like, you know, eating's, eating's great. It's really, it's not, it's not like we don't not eat to like punish ourselves. It, it's, we don't eat because we're trying to, to really try to be like an angel in a certain way and just, just um, try to be the next level. Um, it's cle 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 cleanse your body, cleanse your body. Yeah, really. Yeah. It's really cleansing our body and um, really just taking away all the, toxic behavior and toxic things that we've done yeah. um and but yeah i think it's important for us to know that like we, we definitely live in a time where like we 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 think that like we need to be perfect in so many ways and like i think it's that that day is like saying like we're not perfect and and to think that we we we, we try we strive for, for for perfection but um the the goal is to just is just trying for it and being sincere about it. Definitely for me, a weight is lifted once Yom Kippur is over. Like it's like, <laughs> phew, like I made it past it. And like, it, you know, it's a, it's a day that the God decides who's going to live and who's not going to on that day. So it's, but like after, like we, we, we go into the year of like, as if, you know, we don't know what God decreed, but as if God decreed that, like, we're, we're going to, we're going to survive another year. And it's, um, 
Yeah. So, but that leads into a few days later is, is Sukkot, Sukkot, um, which is is a commemoration to when we were in the desert. Um, God had this, it was Anane Akavod, this cloud of glory that, that protected us. Um, and yeah, we're, we're, we're celebrating the fact that God was, was taking us through. Um, and it's really a celebration of, of um, you know, it, it's, it's like, like you had Rosh Hashanah of, you know, it's a certain level of, you know, we have the shofar to blow to wake us up. And then you had Yom Kippur. We don't even need a shofar. We don't need any, any, anything. It's, it's just praying. It's just with our words. And then, and then, um, you know, Sukkot is really a celebration of, you know, we take, we take, we make huts it's just like kind of strange and we take a lula of an asterisk like we take very mm-hmm. like naturistic type of things and we build we, we build with that and it's the celebration of of taking this world that we have and celebrating with it i i know that you know you know i i think this is where we differ in, in you know maybe christianity somewhat um you know we, we there's no like we we don't you know for for Judaism, like, we don't really have, like, celibacy, like, that's not a thing, you know, we, we, you know, we believe that, you know, we have nature, we have, whether it's, it's having a meal, or just anything around us, we try to take those items, whether it's, like, shaking Lula Vanessa, seems pretty crazy, but it's, we're taking that, and we're saying, like, no, this, this has value to it, like, this is a way I can connect to God, um, and that's really the celebration of, uh, Sukkot and it's it's yeah it's it's definitely a fun time you know people have have nice parties in their sukkah and um yeah it's definitely it's definitely a, a good time of year people sleep in their sukkahs people do all that stuff it's, it's yeah it's, you're supposed I've, to do you're, you're supposed to do everything yeah, you you've been in a sukkah before of course of course many 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 times i've been to uh, my cousin's house numerous times i've I've even helped build build a couple of them. Um, oh no way! Really? Yeah. So I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not you know like I'm not I'm not new to it, but at the same time I'm not I'm also st- I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> right, right. I haven't done yeah, it no. in a while. Uh, one of my one of, one of another one of my favorite holidays is, is Simcha's Torah. I mean, obviously that's that's the time that we got the, we got the, the the Torah. I think that's the time we got the Torah. Correct. We're 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 celebrating. We got the Torah on Shavuot, um, but we're celebrating that time because. It's it's there's a lot Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur Sukkot and then Simchas Torah they're all like within like like oh, yeah they're all a within month. a month yeah but they're they're all like getting to the next level so like the level after Sukkot is like like okay we're celebrating the world and then the next level is like the Torah like we have the Torah and it's not really a celebration of like studying the Torah that's for Shavuot it's like just the concept of having the Torah and like you right. mentioned before like we're dancing, we're, we're, it's, we're just holding the Torah and we're like, we're just, we're, we're just so happy to like have this, this guiding light in our, in our lives to really just help direct us, be better people and just connect with this world. Like that's really what Simcha's Torah is. And uh, yeah, there's definitely a few like wild parties and shuls and, and we're just <laughs> dancing and singing. Um, yeah, it's, it's a fun time. My my goal my goal is to come to uh, to New York to celebrate um, uh, Simchas Torah. I'm not gonna lie. I, I said it to my, my cousins a while back ago. I said honestly, Kobe, if I ever get the opportunity to, I definitely want to celebrate Simchas Torah in New York because I've heard. I mean, Israel, of course, as well. But I've heard that what happens in New York. You know that you know you know the expression what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like I've I've heard you know it's kind of the same same, same thing of well not to that extreme what they mean but in terms of simple story there's a lot of good partying going on there's a lot of good you know a lot of fun stuff a lot of good good you know good time and 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 you know one thing that I'm I'm a little biased but I think Jewish people really know how to party. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely biased. Yeah, I think we I think it's funny. Um, well, first of all, I, I think I think I, I lived in Israel for 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 a few years. I think any holiday in Israel, it's just so magnified because there's so many people there, like so tapped in, and and yeah, definitely I, I I've definitely done all these holidays in New York. I've been in Israel. New York's beautiful, don't get me wrong, but like Israel's the place to be for all these mm-hmm. holidays. But mm-hmm. um, what was I gonna just say? Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. But, <laughs> I was getting excited about it, but I don't remember. So it's all good. If 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 you remember, just let me know. We'll come back to it. Uh, yeah. The 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 one of the final holidays, I think it is. I think that we we've touched up on on majority of them, if not all of them, except Hanukkah. 
And uh, Hanukkah obviously is, is, I mean, not the same exact thing, but a lot of people like to compare Hanukkah to Christmas, even though it's not the exact same thing, but just in, in terms of the presents and celebration and stuff like that. Hanukkah to me, you know, it's weird because, because when I think about Hanukkah, I think of like, you hear the story of, oh, eight, eight crazy nights, you know, and, and how we had, how we had oil for eight nights and, and, and it, it lasted for eight days. And, and, you know, now here we are, we have, we have a holiday out of it, but it's like, I don't know, when I was younger, I always kind of felt like that never actually happened, you know, and, 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 and it's not, I'm not saying that it didn't happen because it did, but it's just like oil lasts for eight days. Like, what do you mean that that's impossible? But do you, what was your intake when you first kind of, when you first heard about this story? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So Hanukkah was 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 another time in history where where we were being, I want to say persecuted. Certain. Like, so yeah. There's. I think there's two. There's two miracles of of um, Hanukkah. Like like you mentioned, the oil is one. There's also the war addict to it. Um, that there yeah. was yes. a war with with a bunch of Jews against Greeks. Like these Greeks were like. I think of the movie like 300 like they were they were like the 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 top they were the best and like we had like think of like a bunch of like old rabbis and like all these old rabbis got they you know fought for their freedom and they won so it's like kind of wild like that that's one part of it which is in itself a miracle and we were definitely outnumbered but we were able to succeed um but yeah the oil well yeah basically like it's us celebrating that in the temple unfortunately you know, Greeks went in and they they um they just you know um smashed and broke a lot of stuff. And one of one of the services of the temple is lighting the menorah. And each you know we we definitely don't have enough time to go into it. But each service in the temple like represents something else um in in our our way we could connect to God. And um, with the menorah, um, we we needed pure oil. And they went in and they they broke all of it. And uh, they went in after, the Jews went in after, and they're able to find one jug. But one jug is, like, good for one night. And um, the, the, the miracle that happened was it was able to go and last, you know, supernaturally to last longer. It's not really so exciting. I, I hear where you're coming from. But the message for there was that, um, you know, like, God's, God's taking care of us, you know, and, and just, just the world in, in supernatural ways. Um, you know, that's... Yeah. That's that's a lot of it, um, but it's interesting. The the the, the holiday of, of Hanukkah, at least in the beginning, we weren't really the, the Greeks weren't killing us. They they made a rule that we weren't allowed to do three mitzvahs. We weren't allowed to do um, Rosh Chodesh, the celebrating of, of the new moon, the new month, refreshing the new month. We weren't, we weren't able to do bris milah, and we weren't oh, wow. able we weren't able to do. Um, I should know the third one. Oh man. Should I, I should Google that. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling it's, I have a feeling it's Shabbos, but I'm not sure. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I should know, and I'm not perfect. But um, but but yeah, basically it was it was you know that time in the culture, there were they you know were very into like let's say like celebrating the human, the body, and 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 these these three mitzvahs that we have were basically saying that you know brismila is is a part of us saying that like our body isn't perfect and we we have to you know, we have to do something to show our connection to God in a certain way. And um, they, they weren't trying to kill us at first. It was really just saying that, like, listen, you could do the mitzvahs, you could keep the Torah, but, like, there's certain parts of it that, that you can't do. Like, there's certain yeah. parts, come on. Like, at the end of the day, it's, it's the human body that, 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 that's the king of everything. And it's, it was kind of us saying, like, no, 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 like, we, we keep the whole Torah. It's not just, it's not just some of it. Yeah. Um, it's going to, that, that third mitzvah is going to come back to me when I come bad guy in spider-man by the way i'm about to say the same thing I, i'm about to say the exact same thing you know i'm google i'm i, I can't hold back i'm googling hold on <laughs> i'm googling spider-man um go ahead while, while while you do that i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna transition a little bit uh to to you know a couple things now you know i know we don't have a lot of time to talk about about everything in our religion mysterio mysterio ah wow wow sorry sorry it's all good. It's all good. Now, now all our viewers know who you're talking about. Um, but, but yeah, so, you know, uh, now, now as I was going to say, you know, it, it, we don't have a lot of time to be able to talk about everything in our religion. There's so many things to talk about 
and I wish we, we, you know, this, I feel like this would be like a whole 24 hours of podcast if we were to talk everything about our religion. But there's one simple thing that I want to talk to you about, you know, that relates to our podcast is, you know, your last episode you had on, on uh, Meaningful People was Meaningful People, correct? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go again. Anyways, um, yeah. mean, Meaningful People was with Amari Stoudemire. First of all, how did that even happen? And second of all, what were you like, like, what was that moment like for you guys? Uh, yeah, so, so it took six months for us to get uh, his attention. We, we definitely saw that like, he started following our, uh, our um, Instagram accounts. So we're like, okay, this is a good sign. And then, you know, we, I, we, whatever, we, we had a guest on and we blocked their face on our Insta story and we said, who could it be? And someone guessed Amari Sotomayor. And this, this, this guest that we had on, like, had like this, like, cool blue head and we're in like this funky suit and we, we we said like maybe it's amari and um he responded to that with like laughing emojis so i'm like okay this he's definitely seeing stuff that we're doing um but yeah we we you know i i think it was like around a year ago that that amari um you know you know, was in israel and i think our and be, you know he he became a a, a religious jew and it was it's very intriguing I, you know i don't know if there's ever been someone like he may be the most famous convert or, or you know most famous person to become a religious jew ever i don't know um and it's it's just it's just you know we we try to knock and i try to go after you know people that are are meaningful and sometimes they're famous sometimes they're not famous uh we believe everyone's meaningful literally and we just <laughs> want to talk to people about their story but uh we knew amari is very famous and uh it's it was just it was just wild to see someone who kind of, he had it all, you know, he's an NBA star. He could have un, unlimited amount of money, unlimited amount of fame and yep. still say like, you know what, I'm going to give up a, a lot of that to like tap into something bigger than myself. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, you know, I, I'm a religious Jew and, and I, I just saw that and, and I don't, there's no way I sacrificed the amount that Amari sacrificed to, to be where he is today. And it's, you know, definitely, definitely for me personally, and I think so many people just to be like, wow, this, this guy's an inspiration. Even if you're not Jewish, I, I, mm -hmm. I think it's very inspiring to see someone like going through, you know, something, you know, just going through life and saying, you know what, I think for whatever reason, I think this is my truth and I'm going to go for it. Like that's, it's really inspiring. For sure, for sure. And and honestly, like, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get more involved with my religion as well, because I agree with you, you know, to be able to hear that Amari Sotomayor wake up at six o'clock in the morning to, to study, then, you know, seven o'clock, 730, he's on the phone doing something for his business. And by nine o'clock, he's at Brooklyn Nets practice. To me, that's like, listen, if he could do it, why the hell can I do it? You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to do it. There's no reason why I can't do it. Because yeah, I don't wake up, I, you know, I, don't, I, I have a busy life, but my life is nowhere close to being as busy as a person <laughs> out of ours. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, to, be, to be able to see that from him was very inspirational for me. And for you guys to be able to, able to, be, able to be able to have him on your show as well, like that must have been just, first of all, it must have been sh like, like I want to say shocking because again, you guys are, are very great people, but at the same time, just like a little overwhelming, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, it was definitely, you know, Nahi, Nahi, Nahi's listening to this. Nahi, after when you release it, Nahi, why couldn't you come on with me? Uh, he's busy. He's very busy having today. <laughs> but um, so yeah, Nahi is from the, our relationship. He's a sports guy. So Nahi was super intimidated. He literally, as he said in, in the interview, he watched Amari as he grew up, you know, like playing. And um, I'm not a sports guy. All the listeners who I, I, I hear good things about your sports podcast, I really do. But I, I, I'm not a sports guy. So I was definitely, I was nervous, but I wasn't, I wasn't as intimidated, I don't think. Um, but yeah, we were both obviously nervous. Um, but honestly, like three seconds in, he just made us feel so comfortable. Like he, he's such a cool guy. He's, he's a really just easy person to connect with. And and prior to us, you know, trying to get his attention, so many people are like, yeah, I know Amari, I'm friends with him. And none of, none of these leads really got us towards Amari. And like, I was like, so like, I was so weirded out. I'm like, all these people think they're so close to him. And I think now I feel super close to Amari Sotomayor. And I think <laughs> that's just his effect. He's just such a kind person. And you talk to him and you feel like you're his best friend. Like, yeah. he's one of the boys, you know? I hear so, that. 
I'm BFFs with Amari Stoudemire. Hey, man. Hey, man. You know, you know what I mean? I, I'm about to say it. It, it couldn't happen to any better, meaningful people in the world. Ah, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I want to get into some, into some quick hitters before we end the show. Obviously, like I said earlier, I really do wish that we had a lot more time to be able to talk about, you know, our religion and stuff. Um, but I do want to ask you three three to maybe four quick hitters. Uh, first one I want to ask you is, now that you have a child, um, what is it like being able to try to, when he gets older, what are some things you're going to be trying to teach him to, you know, fast and to uh, do all the things that you didn't want or didn't want to do when you were, when you were younger? Um, yeah, so I, I think, so yeah, I think this is, you know, for, for me personally, um, you know, I grew up in a religious home and, and I kind of had like this structure to like the path to like follow, you know, religious laws and, and be tapped in. But at least for me in my life, like I kind of just did everything as like, cause I had to, um, that's kind of like how it felt like for me. And I, that when I went to Israel, I kind of like, I just, people there were so tapped in and it didn't feel like, not, not that people in New York or America or everywhere aren't tapped in, but there's something different going on there. And it, it kind of gave me the ability to like really step out of like my life in a certain way and really just like understand that like, I, I think I was defining Judaism incorrectly. Like I kind of defined it as like, like law, like the law is, this is what you got to do and that's what it is. Mm -hmm. But I, I kind of like reinterpreted it as as like like Judaism's a relationship. It's it's our relationship with God. It's a relationship with ourselves. It's a relationship with 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 people. Um, and and I it, you know I don't know the nitty grittiness of like teaching my son everything. But I, if there's anything I could imbue to him, it's that like this is a relationship and some relate every relationship. There's ups. There's downs. Sometimes you feel inspired. Sometimes you feel uninspired sometimes you feel connected sometimes you don't but that's that's what a relationship is and and you always have to you know I, I'm you know I'm married and there's definitely there's you know it's it's one of those things that's a lot of hard work but it's it's worth every moment and it's yeah so if there's anything I could have to him it's that like it's Judaism's a relationship fair enough fair enough again that's another great answer you had a lot of great answers today i can't i, I want to give lie. a terrible answer i want to you know whatever your next question is going to be i'm going to answer it very poorly maybe <laughs> i'll give a real answer after but i'm going to give a poor answer <laughs> so, heads up. so so what you're trying to say that you're you're trying to you're trying to crap on my show all right cool <laughs> <laughs> no not at all not at all no i'm just like I, I, i'm joking I i'm joking so the next one i gotta yeah so get ready. I, yeah I'm, I'm just joking i'm joking like i said you're doing a great job and honestly like i i you know i do appreciate your answers uh, next question I want to ask you is if you could have anybody on your podcast in the world, who would it be? Um, I would have myself. I would really want to talk to myself. Kidding. I, I want to give a bad answer. Um, anyone, uh, anyone living or, or anyone from history? Uh, it's your world. Wow. It's, it's such a, a wide question. Oh, and my, um, my, next, my, my next question is going to be even wider. So be ready for okay. that. <laughs> so so I, I'm going to go to someone from history. Um, I, I would I would want to have, I'd probably want, I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess, you know, I'm named after my great-great-grandfather, but he's technically named after, I probably want to have Yaakov Avinu, uh, Jacob. Um, he, he went through, he went through a very hard life. Um, you know, his, 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 his brother tried killing him. He, he, his, his, his father-in-law tricked him and into his wife and he made him work for him. Um, he was robbed and he, he, he had a, he had to run away and work from nothing. Um, his father didn't, you know, always believe that he was going to be the, the son to, to take over the lineage. Um, and he made it through. I mean, it's, you know, Yosef Joseph was, was, was sold and his brought the relationship with the brothers. And, um, he had a very hard life, but still he's, he's the pillar of, of, um, of Torah for us. And, um, I think my head would explode if I spoke to him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if, if I, if I have anyone, it'd probably be him. I, um, yeah, he's, uh, I, I look up to all our forefathers, but there's definitely for me personally, there's, there's a, a, a special, extra special connection. So, uh, yeah, I would want to talk to him. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now my next, my, my next and final question, uh, for, for the show in terms of, and even quick as well, 
if you had a, a you, you have Shabbat, you know, you know what I mean? And, and, and Friday night, post-COVID, obviously, post-COVID, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you can have, you have five empty seats. Who well, you feel, Jewish or non-Jewish, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter who they are, five empty seats, and you can fill them with five people, dead or alive, who would they be? Okay, I'm going to only try to do alive people. Because the no, dead no, no, is- no, 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 no. We want dead or alive, but you can't pick, you can't pick Yaakov. Uh, um, you can't pick Yaakov. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, wow, these are good questions. Okay. One person, if not the answer you're going to want it to be, but my wife. Okay. I, 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 no, no, she, no, she, 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 sorry, she's already there. Like, like, you, oh, she's already, already there. Oh, there. You, but I thought you, I was you, getting, but okay, she's there. She's there. She's <laughs> there. Friends and family are there. Um, but you have five empty seats, and that's your like whatever you want it to be. It could be the rabbi from your shul. It could be whatever. Right, right, right. Um, this is a good question. <laughs> okay, one person I, I'd have because I just I've planned on this, and I want to do it. I want Casey Neistat. Do you know, are you familiar with Casey Neistat? I feel like I've heard the name before. I'm not 100% he's, sure. He's like, he's one of like the kings of YouTube. He like recently oh. he hasn't been on it so much. Um, he's he's Jewish. He's not religious, but um, but my friend and him connected once and like he mentioned him. He's like, oh, maybe we'll, we'll have you for a meal once. Um, yeah, so to, to be able to, it's, it's, it's yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I've watched, I've watched all his stuff on YouTube. I, I'm a massive fan of his. Um, to be able to like, show him like a Shabbos meal, I, I would want to do. It's probably not the direction of how you thought I'd answer it, but he's one person. It's your dinner. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's one person. Um, I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't do anyone who's like from crazy, from longer part in history, because I just wouldn't be able to, to like have a conversation with them. Um, my head would explode too much. Um, mm-hmm. Probably, probably like my, my Rebbe, Reb Noach Victor. He lives in Israel. He runs a yeshiva there. Um, he's just, um, you know, he, he's he's the person that like in my life that whenever I just don't know, it could be anything. It could be like religion related or work related or just anything. Like he's he's always there for me. Um, I know I could always call him at any point. Uh, um, so I love him. And yeah, he's he's great. And I've, I've eaten by so many meals in his, in, in his home. So I would definitely like, to host him okay i have three more to go um maybe 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 you could use this question on one of your podcasts (laughs) yeah yeah um i'm thinking i definitely want to have like someone like super famous so i could say like i had them like who's who's i don't know i'm trying to think who's the most famous jew adam sandler is pretty up there yeah maybe adam sandler he seems like a funny guy Ben Stiller, possibly. Um, nah, I mean Ben Stiller is also funny. I don't know. Adam Sandler is definitely funnier. <laughs> and then, and then, um, Mark Cuban. <laughs> no, he's too scary. I'd be scared. He's so scary to me. I I just should be trying to impress him the whole time. I'm trying to think of uh, someone. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with um, Reb Moshe Feinstein. He passed away in the late '80s. He he was like the 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 rabbi of America for for so many years, and he was this like very little man, and he like he just knew Kola Torah Kula. He just knew everything about Torah, and he was also like one of these the most humble people you ever know. His house was always open for anyone and everyone, and um, he gave everyone time. Um, he definitely had a big. I mean, I I was never alive in his time, but I've read so much about him. So definitely him. Um, I, 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 I forgot that Drake's Jewish too. Drake is Jewish. Someone, someone actually suggested like, oh, when like he had a line in one of his, his songs about like yeshiva. Um, someone's like, okay, when's he going on the podcast? <laughs> um, I, don't know, I don't know if he's he's uh, gonna ever come on, but you never know. But no, not Drake. I don't know. He's good music. I just I don't know. It's, um, he wouldn't be my guy. And the last person, I I I'm gonna be cliche, but you asked me the question. I have you, man. Me, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. I mean, I mean, I, I'm honored. I'm. <laughs> I've never had that answer before. Well, from 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 um, all the people I said, I, I feel like I have the best chance of actually having you for a Shabbos meal. So, 
Def, most definitely do. You most definitely <laughs> probably do. So um, you're you're always welcome. Hey man, I really appreciate that. Jakob, let, let us know. Is there any social medias that, that our fans and our viewers can can follow you on? Yeah, sure. So so obviously go go follow um, you know, meaningful people. We're on Instagram, we're on, you know, wherever you find podcasts on YouTube. Um, I'm gonna give Nahi a shout out. Um, he has he has an organization called Meaningful Minute. Um, which is basically like just really cool organization to like, he, you know, they, they put out clips of, of just like really inspiring, like words of wisdom and Torah. Um, so definitely follow Meaningful Minute. He's around in a lot of places. Um, and then on my own, on my own channels. Yeah. I'm either, I'm on Instagram as Yaakov Langer, Y-A-A-K-O-V-L-A-N-G-E-R. Um, and, and on, on Twitter and other places, I'm, I'm Jack Langer. Um, sure if you want to follow but yeah if, if for, for those listening who who want like insight into you know um just orthodox jewish life and and talking to really cool people doing cool things check out our podcast meaningful people there we go make sure everybody checks out their podcast meaningful people that's how i was able to connect with uh Jakob himself and honestly you know it, it it was a pleasure to have you on the show this is our first ever orthodox Jewish person on the show and I couldn't have asked for a better person I'm very honored to have you on the show and and you know I'm hoping that we, we can meet up down the line and and continue our building, building a relationship yeah dude uh Steven I I think what you're doing is great I um I don't know maybe your podcast is going to get me more into sports it, like I saw your Instagram <laughs> page you have you have you have like cool guests on and like just really I don't know just the way you guys do it it's just it's just it's just fun and just uh breath of fresh air and you also have a beastly beard so you put that all together <laughs> you're definitely someone that uh you know you're welcome in my home always and um yeah for those who listen to this full thing i appreciate it. like i said before you um um yeah do you hear me my, my speaker went down yeah, i can hear you yeah but um for those listening um thanks for listening to me talk for for a while and <laughs> Yeah, this was fun. This was a joy. Thank you. Uh, thank you, man. And honestly, stay safe, and and hopefully your family stays safe as well. And uh, let's 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 go um, enjoy enjoy this. Uh, you know, all these holidays coming up, and Passover is what next week? Next week? Two weeks? In two weeks? Yeah, it's very soon. Passover in two weeks. So, chag to you, or early, early chag to you and your family. And you know, hopefully, like I said, I'm 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 really happy to 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 met you, and hopefully down the line we can we can connect. You know, when I'm in New York or or whatever it might be so i wish you nothing but the best with uh, wish uh, wish wish you nothing but, but the best with your podcast stay safe stay healthy and stay meaningful oh, i like that <laughs> thank you so much thank you so and much ben no problem